Welcome to Strictly Baseball. I'm Jacob Brown, joined by Rory Tedimer. And we haven't done a pod since the World Series, and we're not going to lament on it too much. I think it's been enough time now since the World Series. And, you know, people that are listening and thinking of it from my point of view, like, oh, of course Jacob's not going to talk about the Astros winning the World Series. Well, uh, you know, I'll just I'll, I'll admit it. Like, you know, when Rory told me I'm not doing a World Series review, I was kind of okay with it. I'm like, I don't need to talk about the Astros win the World Series. I mean, this is one I can kind of sit out on. And Rory, you know, you're upset about the the Phillies, understandably. Uh, so we don't have to cover the World Series, right? I I would rather not. I, I definitely <laughs> would rather not. Uh, still still painful. Uh, you know, still kind of processing it. Uh, even you know, even a week later. Uh, pretty interesting. I mean, the Eagles just played on Monday Night Football, and I was for somehow the Phillies had played more recent than the Eagles, and I was like, oh, what? That Whoa. is crazy. I was like, that, feel, that feels wrong. Yeah, because they had played the Thursday before, uh, and the right. Phillies finished up on the weekend of that weekend. So that's funny, crazy, and yeah. So I'm still, uh, still processing, still grieving. Um, even, you know, you know, it was a great run, but uh, you know, just being there, ugh. terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for me, I think the best thing that I've seen from the Phillies is that you know they re up Rob Thompson and. They re-up the coaching staff, so they're fine with what they did. They're going to run it back and maybe even add Trey Turner. And uh, we're going to go over kind of an MLB free agent tracker today. But first, we'll go over the news that we've missed since we've uh, been away. I mean, there's actually been news since then. We've had the uh, the qualifying offer stuff, the declining of the qualifying offers, who's a free agent, who's not, uh, manager hires, Cy Young's uh, manager of the year as well. Um, so we'll cover some of that, not all of it, but uh, that's what's happened since the conclusion of the World Series. So uh, the first big free agent signing was Edwin Diaz re- re-upping with the Mets for the largest free agent contract in the history of relievers, which is crazy. But listen, I mean, he, he deserves it. He had a great season. But that little part of my brain still goes, does everyone just forget when nobody was afraid of him and he first got to the Mets? And he was just blowing saves left and right. I mean, and now he's just complete opposite. He's getting the contract, again, deservedly so. But we've seen the low, too. And this could absolutely backfire, too. And I've seen no one bring up that point of view. True. No, I mean, I know that view best. Uh, That's why I was really afraid of him uh, going at it, because I always know that Mike Franco took him deep uh, to blow a game. So, I mean, that's where where I could sit on it. Uh, I will say he's definitely turned a corner. Um, I don't understand how people in division can see him really, you know, all the, all the damn time and then not hit him. Uh, I didn't understand. I don't understand that at all. Uh, but you know, he's, he's done well. It's a lot of money for a reliever It's a lot of money for a reliever that really hasn't been uh, locked down his whole career. Uh, but you know, yeah, I mean, kudos to the Mets. They got it. They got their closer. I wish I had him, uh, would, would absolutely love to have him. They get them. They get them for the money. I think it's interesting. You know, they just keep throwing money at people and hoping it sticks. And uh, sure. somehow they somehow they just blow it in the playoffs every year. So I mean, it's not, I don't really care about it. Blow as much money as you want. Uh, I would love for it to come back and not get Jacob Degrom. That's really what I would love to uh, happen. You know, just keep blowing money on uh, yeah. other people, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're already touching uh, the salary. You're already way over the salary cap, and 
and you know, Jacob DeGrom waiting to go to the Texas Rangers or some shit. Uh, so, uh, would love that. But yeah, congrats. You got Edwin Diaz. Yeah, it's interesting because there there is the side of, of course, there is no alternative to Edwin Diaz. There's no one on the market, and if a team has a closer, they're not going to trade him like an Emmanuel Classe on Uncle. They're not trading him until uh, you know maybe his he's on the final year or half year of his contract because they know they can't pay him at that point, and that's when he might be moved. But uh, in these days, it's weird. We went from that era with the Royals where if you didn't have a closer you were screwed. And now there's like three elite closers and everyone else is like, okay, once we get to October, we'll figure out who our best reliever is. And he's our ninth inning guy. And it's weird. Like it's just been like a five-year switch to, to that. And uh, so, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting, but I think that's the reason why the Mets were like, we kind of have to do this because what's the alternative, the rest of our bullpen, we have no one that's threatening and we still lost in the playoffs. So uh, we'll see. Uh, then there was another NL East trade, the Atlanta Braves trading Jake Odorizzi to the Texas Rangers for Colby Allard. Uh, this one, you know, it's there's always trades where like non-baseball fans or, you know, they're just going to be like, well, what the hell is this? Who cares? I look at this one where I'm like, well, Odorizzi, he can view it as I'm going to get three or four uh, third man or fourth man rotation spot. He's going to get guaranteed innings, whereas he would not with Atlanta. So good for him. Colby Allard. Not really that effective, but Atlanta, they don't really have any lefty starters out of South and Max Freed. So they're probably thinking, well, if guys get injured, we want to have like a lefty option out there because we don't really have one anymore. So that, I mean, such a minor move, but that's really all I could comment on that. Uh, and then you have a Nick Solak trade uh, from Texas out to Cincinnati. He's a guy who's hit at points in his career, just not this year. So Cincinnati taking on a uh, an interesting one there. Andy Abanez being traded from Texas to Detroit. Really just boring moves, uh, just listing them off here. Uh, then G-Man Choi, though, uh, Garrett Cole Killer traded from the Rays to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, this one I love to see, and uh, Steve isn't uh, here for this one, but he he texted me when the offseason started. He was like, well, here we go. Uh, he's ready for it. Uh, when the bench coach was poached from the Rays, he knew it was happening. He's like, well, uh, that's the yearly coach that's uh, poached from our staff. He's used to all the bullpen pitchers being traded away. The contract players, you already seen Ryan Yarborough, DFA, long time, you know, give me five innings, Ryan Yarborough type of guy. He's out of here because they have like 15 other versions of him in the minor leagues, like a Jalen Beeks. Um, so, yeah, J- G-Man, Ch- what was that? Jeffrey Springs. Yeah, right. Jeffrey Sprint. They don't need Ryan Yarbrough. They, like, actually don't. Uh, so, yeah. And then G-Man Choi, though, like, you look at Yandy Diaz, great hitter, terrible defender, can also play first base. If they don't get a free agent like a Jose Abreu or a Brandon Belt, do they just move Yandy to first base? That could be an option now to get rid of his terrible defense at third when they have a prospect like Paredes or a Brujan. Uh, so we'll see what they do there. Then Kershaw, and we'll stop at this one and pause. Kershaw. Re-upping with the Dodgers for $1 million more, or it was either like $1 million more or three hundred k more than the qualifying offer. It was like, why, why'd you have to decline it? Uh, you know, I, I get the $1 million, maybe the taxes, and you get some back. But uh, EC was still always staying in L.A. Yeah, he wasn't moving. Um, <clears throat> I think the bigger thing is that, you know, you're also looking at someone who hasn't signed yet. Uh, on the other side, Justin Verlander. Mm. Uh, 
probably expecting something similar, although I saw that he's expecting a Max Scherzer contract of three years uh, around the same that he was getting, like a hundred something mil. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you're pretty old, buddy. Uh, I don't know if you're gonna you're gonna get a contract of three years at Max Scherzer level because Scherzer's older, yeah, but he's uh, granted Verlander just won Cy Young. Uh, he's definitely shown a little more youth than I think uh, Verlander did. Um, yeah, I don't. I thought Verlander yeah. was on his way out. I I thought it was gonna be a one year deal and you know maybe retire and retire. Uh, but three years would be kind of egregious because then you're talking forty. He's thirty-seven right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's interesting because there really hasn't been any dip in production for Justin Verlander. Anytime he's pitched, he's getting better, and he says he wants to pitch till forty-five. He's kind of is he the Tom Brady of of uh, of pitcher? The Nolan Ryan really is the much better comparison. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, he's still throwing ninety-eight. He's still got the bite on the curveball. He just got his first World Series win. Uh, I, he might get three years from the Baltimore Orioles. I, 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 I'm being serious. I, I read a Jim Bowden article on the Athletic, and the Orioles were listed as a potential team. Oh my god, uh, that'd be gross. But um, I mean, I guess maybe, maybe. Uh, if you want three years, how how much does he value that? I don't know. I love the Brady, uh, the Brady reference there. Both dating supermodels, and if that's the case, Kate Upton's on her way out. Uh, would love to see that. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> By the way, I should have also mentioned with the Rays, segueing out of them, uh, also leaving Nick Anderson. This is a guy, I don't understand how he's getting a $750,000 contract when the year before he was a top 10 reliever. You talk about there's not a lot of good closers. This guy was elite, and now he's getting seven hundred fifty k from Atlanta. I feel like that could be one of the moves of the offseason. Look a year from now, and he's a free agent. He might be getting one of the big deals. Huh. Uh, you know, I wish I wish you said that in your Chris Collinsworth voice because you literally just said, now here's a guy. You can... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about Nick Anderson. Is he going to – is Atlanta going to turn him into something? Is that what you're expecting? I don't even think turn him in. I mean, he missed this year because of injury the year before uh, and the year before. I mean, he was their World Series – closer in 2020 when they went there 2021 i mean he was just as dominant uh he throws 96 plus bite on the curveball all that you know the good stuff so we'll see what he does with atlanta because if they lose kenley jansen do they have a closer i don't know so we'll see um you want kenley jansen right kinda i mean i i guess because again there's not a lot of options I see a lot of people like, oh, he was 41 for 47 in saves. That stinks. It's like, you know, the Braves still won a bunch of games. They won the division. The Yankees won the division last year without a closer. I don't see how he could hurt the team. Uh, I really can only see a benefit, um, and they have the money, because his contract would be less than what Britain and, Ch- Britain and Chapman last year were $30 million. So he's going to be a way less than that. Uh, uh, per year if they sign him. Speaking of an Anderson, though, Wheeler, we're laughing about this one uh, immediately. Tyler Anderson to the Angels, switching L.A.'s, three years, 39, getting 13 per. And you see the debate where you have pitchers like him, like a Tyone, where where Tyone didn't get offered the qualifying offer, but you have that option. Do you take the one-year 19, or do you say, okay, I'll take the length of the years with the, with the 
larger overall money, but less per. And Anderson chose three and thirty-nine. Hell yeah, Anderson's gonna choose three and thirty-nine. Yeah, and paid for just a little bit less, you know, uh, for three years, and the guy doesn't deserve it at all. He's had one good year in his MLB career. Uh, yeah. The Dodgers. So, I mean, you're getting all that run support regardless of what you are, uh, but you've stunk every other year. Uh, you de- you denied going to the Phillies way back when, when we uh, tra- did trade for him, and then he ended up going to the Mariners. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I think we didn't pass a physical or something. I don't know. Something weird happened. Uh, but, yeah, hell yeah. And they're going to take some dumb team like uh, the Angels. Uh, you know, they do every year. They're going to do some – Crap like this, crap like uh, the Texas Rangers trading for Jake Odorizzi, thinking they got someone. Uh, and you convince your fans that all of a sudden, hey, I got an all-star. You're blinded by the all-star. And then all of a sudden, come July, you're like, wait a second. This guy is garbage. And it's just, I mean, it's bound to happen. There's no way he puts up that production again no. uh, that he did this year. And even then this year, he was an all-star. He was a uh, reserve. So, I mean, it's all-star, yeah. Uh, but you're a reserve all-star. And, you know, I honestly don't think... I think nothing of it. Like I said, me and you were laughing. Uh, laughing. Yeah, it's an angel signing. <laughs> it's a typical signing. Very typical. Yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah. And again, that rotation one righty, Otani, the rest lefties. I like Sandoval. Everyone else could be trade bait or DFA'd or whatever. You need righties. I, I You can't just do that. Uh, I mean, the Dodgers kind of got away with it because they had. Heaney, Kershaw, Urias, Anderson. Uh, so that's four right there. And then you have David Price. Well, David Price didn't really start, but that, that's four lefties right there. Uh, and then they just had Gonsolin because Bueller was injured for a lot of the year. Uh, so, But the Dodgers are the Dodgers. So that's totally different. Uh, so I really don't remember any other team that rolls lefties like that. Uh, and, but, and especially in that division where you've got the Astros and – you know, what are you doing? Preparing for Tucker and, and Jordan? No. You know, there, there's Julio Rodriguez. They're, the whole Mariners lineup is righty, essentially. Uh, so, we'll, you know, that's – I don't get it. So, guys that accepted the qualifying offer, this was a no-brainer. Martin Perez, great story. Goes to Texas last year, one year, $4 million. Fantastic year. Gets a $15 million raise, accepts the qualifying offer. Hell yeah, he's, he's the same person. He stinks every other year. He gets one good year, and I'm gonna yeah, yeah I'm gonna take nineteen point five. Yeah, dude stunk on the Red Sox. Yep. And who was he on before that? Was he on the Twins? Yeah, he's bounced around. Terrible. And, he's on Texas, and he was on Texas for his whole career before that. Then bounced around. Now back. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Another classic move over there, Texas. I told you, Texas and Angels are. Uh, they're full of those moves. They love the uh, – I'm sure – Andrew Heaney, is he a free agent? Yeah. He's going to go somewhere over there, I can guarantee you. <laughs> if he doesn't go back to the Dodgers. Yeah. No, he – I mean, the thing with uh, with Perez, like, yeah, Texas doesn't have a lot of pitching, but they have a lot of young pitching in the minor leagues that they've built up from a lot of losing. And I don't know. I mean, you're you, – you know, really? $19 million? I mean, if you if you let him go, you get the draft pick compensate. Or no, it, it's either – I think it's – they probably offered it to him because if he denied, then they get the draft pick compensation. If they don't offer the qualifying offer, they get nothing if he leaves. That's probably why they did it. I, I don't know. But uh, Jock Peterson also accepted the qualifying offer is and is taking 19 mil from the Giants. 
who are being said to be heavy spenders. This is understandable. He was an all-star. He had a high OPS. He actually, I'm forgetting if this was actually true, but his OPS was either very close to or above Kyle Schwarber's. Um, and But both of their defenses are horrendous. So if they could find a way to DH jock or something, but his bat is worth it when you have an offense that doesn't have a lot to it, uh, especially with Brandon Belt being gone. And they're mm-hmm. losing out on Rizzo, apparently. Their, their only hope seems to be Judge or like Nemo or something. Uh, so the Giants... You kind of had to keep him. Yeah. Um, interesting. I could also see Andrew Heaney going over there. But, uh, yeah, no, I can't say anything yeah. bad about Jock. I like uh, I like Jock um, for sure. And uh, I honestly wanted him on the Phillies before uh, he went over to the Braves um, mm. a year ago. And then he won a World Series. And I was always, like, kicking sand about it. Like, oh, my God, I wanted him. Uh, either way um, – That'd be interesting to see what they do over at first base. So Brandon Belt's out. He's just not going to go back to the Giants. I mean, he could, but he's a free agent. So I don't. I don't know if they're going to continue the same road. But if they have to, maybe they do. Yeah, or they could give me one of their uh, relievers for Reese Hoskins and a uh, bucket of balls. I know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Man, you are on. Hey, at least first off season pod. You want Hoskins out. I, I, recency bias of him absolutely blowing cheeks in the uh, postseason, uh, where he did have a few good swings, but other than that, he, I think he had like one single, uh, and everything else was home runs. So, yeah, he came up big. And, uh, you know, I can go all day on the Phillies and what happened, but, you know, Reese Hoskins fielding killed it. Reese Hoskins, as a fielder, is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Uh, you're going to be in a tough spot. Uh, with Harper now needing UCL surgery, um, so he's going to have to DH again at least at least until mid June. What? Didi uh, Gregorius had a. Uh, Didi Gregorius had you. It might be Tommy John. So Didi Gregorius had Tommy John uh, oh, same time uh, last year or whatever, and was then playing shortstop again by mid June. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna have Harper probably. I would assume that he'd be able to hit and just not throw. Uh, so he'll probably have the same thing again. Uh, so you can't DH Reese Hoskins. He's a great guy. I take him as a DH, even though I, he is ugh, as a hitter. I would, I wouldn't mind seeing him go. That's my, that's my opinion on it. Wouldn't mind it. Hey, that that frees up uh, Team USA a little bit, doesn't it? It would. It well, absolutely. I don't even know if we will play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, when, when did this happen? I didn't even hear about this. Today. Oh man. Well, it's been known that he needs his UCL surgery. He had the torn. Uh, well, yeah, but I, I thought the presumption was that he could field on opening day. Yeah, no, uh, I you never you never heard anything. Uh, so he had the torn UCL and uh, got plasma in his arm when he broke his uh, broke his hand. So you know you never really knew if it helped or not. Wow. And, uh, you know, it was kind of just hidden the whole time. It was like, does he still need that UCL surgery or did the plasma heal it uh, while he was, uh, you know, resting with the broken hand and, uh, you know, just kind of swinging only. And, uh, you know, now it came out today that he does need UCL surgery. He'll be getting it. And it's unclear whether it's Tommy John or not. Wow. So, yeah, that should, I mean, I don't know what he would do. I think, I don't know if he would sign on to Team USA if he, I already knew he had 
needed UCL surgery, which obviously he would know best. Uh, so maybe he is just thinking that he's going to DH. Um, and then either way, Pete Alonso is kicking sand. That Pete Alonso goes to the bench if he DHs. Yeah, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Goldschmidt has to play way better defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MVP. Yeah, MVP. MVP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no, he has to play absolutely. So that's crazy, though. Stinks for the Phillies. Uh, but look, they survived last year doing it. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, they're running it back in a lot of ways. And if they add a Trey Turner or one of the shortstops, uh, I mean, that's even added help for that for that team. So um, I also thought, you know, who knows what the, it's probably would be no upgrade, but maybe moving Schwarber out of the outfield to first base if you remove Hoskins. I don't know, but I mean, Hoskins is bad. Now, I know I bring up advanced stats with the defense stats for first baseman, uh, but after looking into it a little bit more, advanced stats for first baseman aren't really the best uh, because people don't really know how to quantify what the best strategy is for a first baseman to get to a ball. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, they don't they don't know the strategy what what's best to get to a ball for a first baseman. So they have all these range stats and blah blah blah, and nobody can really agree on what it is. So, but eye test tells you Hoskins stinks. But can Schwarber pick a little bit better, or can he move a little bit better? I mean, if he can play outfield, I feel like he might be able to be able to move a little bit better at first base. Yeah, now Hoskins could ever play left field. What? I don't think Hoskins could ever play left field, so I think Schwarber's a better athlete. He tried when we had Carlos Santana, and he was the worst graded left fielder in the entire MLB. So he's oh, still, uh, he's he's DH, uh, he's first base or DH. That's the only way you can do him. Uh, other than that, you know, there's a million ways you can go, but Dave Dombrowski does say uh, Reese Hoskins is going to be the uh, the top guy top candidate to be the starting first baseman come opening day. Uh, there's a million ways you could go. You can go the well, – you, yeah. you can go Alec Bohm at first base, even though he did show a little bit better defense at third. Uh, you can go the Schwarber way. Um, could go the Harper way. Uh, Harper is eventually going to have to go to first base at one point. Uh, if he does need that UCL surgery and he's not available opening day, uh, why not just put him at first? Uh, you never know. You never know what they well, can do. You I go mean, just know around the horns, you know. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, you never know. Uh, there's, like I said, a million ways you can go, um, especially if you do get a Trey Turner. Especially if you get a Trey Turner. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, should I should have kept staying with the Rays because they did even more little minor moves. Uh, Miles Mastrobini, who was kind of in the uh, minor leagues for a while, sent off to the Cubs. So they get a little utility player for Alfredo Zaraga and Marcus Johnson excuse me, just for Alfredo Zaraga. So the Rays get another pitcher. So I, I wouldn't be shocked to hear Baraga in about three years. Uh, they also made a trade with the Marlins, sending JT Chargeois, who was one of their better relievers. So I talked about they keep, they always do this, uh, sent off with Xavier Edwards to the Marlins for Santiago Suarez and Marcus Johnson, who I believe are both pitchers with more control. Uh, the Braves also acquired a pitcher from Texas, which I don't understand why Texas is doing this, trading away pitchers. Uh, but Dennis Santana acquired by the Braves. Uh, and then here are the big ones. These are the last things to have happened as of 9.36 p.m. on November 16th. Uh, Anthony Rizzo re-upping with the Yankees. 
uh, two-year deal uh, for, they're saying basically it's $20 million a year if the Yankees decline the option for the third year. If he if they accept him for the third year, then it's uh, 17 million per, and it's basically just a uh, a luxury tax maneuver to save a few million bucks, uh, essentially, because he has a six million dollar buyout. That's what gets you to 20 per. Uh, but if it's not, it's three years, 51. So that's where some people may, might be confused about the math of it, but that's how it works out. Um, so. Rizzo had to stay with the Yankees. Uh, I think they knew they had to keep him. He's a left-handed bat. Um, they're going to have a lot of young players coming into the infield. So having a veteran first baseman over there uh, is a good thing. He's a middle-of-the-order bat. And uh, one of the big things about him is that with the shift ending, he is one of the top two players in baseball that gets basically screwed over the most by the shifts. So he hit his career low 224 last year, 228. And that's from 248 the year before, which I believe was that that was his career low. So Rizzo, we remember him with the Cubs. I mean, he was 285, close to 300. Um, you know, he, he used to hit for high average and he had a lot of home runs. And he's now four times in his career, he's hit 32 and he missed a month last year and he's never gotten to 33. Uh, so he's going to try and get that this year with that right field at Yankee stadium. But some people think this could mean it could, you know, this could tie into them keeping Aaron judge because they're very close, but then there's the devil's advocate of, well, uh, you know, I, I, Rory, I could be best friends with you, you know, and if you left to go somewhere, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, follow you. you know, it's like that same comparison of like, you know, if you have an opportunity to go get a bunch of money somewhere else, you know, like it's, you got to do what's best for you, you know? So like Michael K said to Don LaGreca, like, Hey Don, if you decided to go get your own show for more money, you know, I'm not going to go follow you and all that. Like you go get your money. So it's the same thing with judge, like, especially because Rizzo might be two years. It's, it's, if judge is signing, it gets a 10 year offer, two tenths of that can't be that influential on what he does. So it's a nice thing to say, like, Hey, they're best friends. But uh, they, there's such thing as cell phones in the off season too. Yeah, no, I mean I've heard the best friend thing all uh, a lot, uh, leading thing into JT Real Muto coming here, but also uh, to the Phillies. Um, but also, you know, Chris Bryant was best friends with Bryce Harper, and he didn't come here. He went to the Rockies instead to die. Uh, so you never know. I I like the uh, Anthony Rizzo trade for you guys, uh, not trade uh, signing. Um, Good, good, actually, defensive first baseman. I wanted him. Uh, but, you know, that's good. And you think it, if it leads to Aaron Judge, then all about it? Yeah. I mean, again, like, I'm not going to just celebrate Aaron Judge because he's 31 years old and they got to win a ring in a very small amount of time or it's a bad contract. Because if they win it like 37, there's no way he's going to be the reason. And, uh, again, the part of my reasoning is – we're going to be real about it. He peaked. He will never do that again. So you're basically paying for what he already did. Because uh, if they don't win a championship within this window, then you're literally paying for what he did. So th there's a lot of pressure on that. But again, what's the alternative is, is the other question. So uh, I guess good. Yeah, no, I mean, 
I feel like you can't let Judge go. <laughs> you can't. Uh, regardless of his age, I I feel like there's no way you guys can really sit back and say, hey, I can let Judge go. Uh, unless you just do some other ridiculous stuff with, you know, Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts, um, and you try and just fill that there. Uh, but I've also heard ridiculous stuff coming about Shohei Otani. Uh, well, uh, the thing with the Yankees about the middle infield, they're going, it looks like they're actually doing what I wanted them to do at the beginning of this year, which was they're going with the youngsters. Oswald Peraza at shortstop, likely. Um number three prospect in the system. And then Anthony Volpe, number one prospect, he's a shortstop. Uh, they're going to start him at AAA likely as the starting shortstop, but then they might groom him to be the second baseman eventually. Um, Cause the Yankees just have a log jam with, can they even trade Josh Donaldson? He's $25 million. Nobody wants that. Um, he can be a great defender, advanced stats all you want. 700 OPS for $25 million. Nobody's taken that unless it's 50% eating. And uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they'll be able to do that. Then they have Oswaldo Cabrera, who can play third and second. Then they have LeMayu coming back. And then they have Glaber. So Volpe can't really start in the year unless they were to trade a Glaber. And even then, he's on the bench, likely, with the logjam of Cabrera, LeMayu, Donaldson. So Because you can't sit $25 million, I don't think. Uh, so it, it, it's an interesting thing of what they can they do. Um, the Donaldson trade is one of the worst trades they've ever made. Uh, and they're already trying to trade IKF as well. Uh, so they've, they've got a bunch of stuff to do. And then a bunch of Yankee fans, they're like, I don't want to hear Frankie Montas is our number four starter. What is this? You, know, you don't recognize that face? Oh, my God. It's Maisie. Maisie. That's why. Jeff is that uh, George? What? No. I, uh, it just popped up on my phone. Oh, um, man. Yeah. That's great. But, yeah, no, uh, wouldn't it be nice if our teams, you know, just did the right thing with their young prospects uh, right off the gate, right out the gate, you know, playing them, trusting them. Uh, I know me and you both have that problem, uh, trusting, you know, the GM to say, hey, let's bring them up. I don't give a crap about how old they are, and they're playing well. They're playing well. Look at Jeremy Pena. Look at him. Look at him. Look at Hunter Brown. He pitched in a World Series, and he pitched good. I mean, Uh, Scott even to a degree. What? Even Stott. Yeah, Stott. I mean, yeah, no, I like Stott. I like Stott a lot, and he did a lot better uh, once we got rid of Girardi, and he was getting consistent playing time, uh, for sure. So I mean, just do the right thing, and honestly, you save yourself some money if you're picking up these guys. Specifically, I'll say the Phillies, uh, Andrew Painter and Mikabel can fill your uh, rotation if you want. Uh, you just if you want to trust them, trust them, uh, and then you don't have to go spend a lot of money on another starting pitcher. Uh, even though you want to have some backup, I guess. Uh, do you do that with Zach Eflin, who's expected to get a multi-year deal? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Eflin, I just wouldn't do that. I mean, you know Eflin. I like, know. He's streaky. So I, the, he's been in the fours. And I get it. He was a bullpen guy. It's a lot different. I've seen Chad Green make that switch. But Chad Green did it a lot earlier in his career. And Eflin was just like, he was a starter to begin this year. I think so. Uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. We'll see what happens there. And then a big trade dropped today. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez traded for, uh, traded from the Blue Jays to the Mariners for Eric Swanson and Adam Macko. And a lot of people don't know a lot about Eric Swanson. This guy, I didn't know a lot about him 
I knew he was good. Uh, they got him, and he was part of this really effective Mariners bullpen. But uh, 1.38 ERA, 34% strikeout rate last season, and he was the third or fourth option for Seattle. So they're thinking, well, we'll trade him with a prospect uh, and get one year of Teoscar Hernandez at 13 or $14 million. And they're thinking, well, Hanniger, I believe they didn't give him the qualifying offer, which is 19. They're thinking Teoscar's $5 million less. He gets injured a lot less. And he's two Silver Slugger awards, 800 OPS most of the time. He did have a drop off from 21 to 22. He's not that great of a defender, uh, but you have Julio in center field to, to help him out. Um, I like it for Seattle and for Toronto. I mean, they they lost to Seattle in the playoffs because the bullpen choked, and now they're taking one of the guys from Seattle and putting them in his in their bullpen with a prospect attached. So uh, I, I like it for uh, for both teams. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, I'm a guy that's never really been a Teoscar Hernandez like fanatic. Uh, I understand. Yeah. Does does great, you know. He does. He hits well. Uh, I think it's a good trade for the Mariners. I never heard of the other guys as like top prospects, but you know, if, if you tell me they're good, I'll believe it. Uh, I think the Mariners are. You know, I I would say they're my favorite AL team. Uh, I love I love their announcers. Just first of all, uh, the broadcast yeah. is phenomenal. Uh, but then you know they were also the other the slump busters, the drought busters with us uh, this year. And you know I do like them a lot. JP Crawford. Uh, former Philly on that team. Uh, but, yeah, I do like them a lot, and I think that's a good trade for them. Jesse Winker probably on his way out, right? You'd have to think because they want to play Kalanick maybe, yeah. even though he's stunk at times. And they have Kyle Lewis, uh, rookie of the year. So, I I, I don't know. I, I like Seattle a lot. I agree. They also could play a little with first base, second base, because Ty France can also play second, He's a, and he plays first a little bit too. And, you know, what if you go out and get like a Brandon Belt or something like that or one of those lower tier first basemen or like a Jose Abreu? I mean, they're in the market. And and this can just segue into the MLB free agent tracker that I put together. I have read a bunch of articles, a bunch from a lot of different people, former GMs. I go through tweets. I go through Jim Bowden, Ken Rosenthal, Joel Sherman. And I put together and, and with my predictions as well of some they didn't even mention, which, by the way, if we had done this pod a little bit earlier, I would have been right from a team that wasn't in any article. I put LA Angels as a team for Tyler Anderson. Uh, they were the final team I put down. And I was like, hey, I could totally see the Angels going to get Tyler Anderson. And then it happened. Uh, so we could be we could beat uh, you know, GMs in, in baseball with, with the free agent tracker that we put together here. So we'll see. Um, so we'll start with the shortstops because Seattle could get some of them. And I think that they might get one of them. Uh, I don't know which one, but I feel like it might be Carlos Correa. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I think he fits in with that culture. Yeah. Julio Rodriguez, T. Oscar, uh, you know, they, uh, uh, Luis Castillo. They've got those, those flary players. Uh, Correa, he wants to play against that division. Uh, I mean, excuse me, against the Astros. I think he would love that try and dethrone the team that, you know, that, that, that wouldn't pay him and decided to pay others. Instead, uh, I think he goes to Seattle. Now, other options that have been listed out in other places, uh, Minnesota, he could always go back to. I don't think so. But San Francisco, Atlanta, if they lose Dansby, the Dodgers have been listed as a popular team. 
Baltimore. The Cubs have been listed. The Cubs are in, in play for all of the shortstops and then the Tigers as well because, uh, oh, wait a second, weren't they on the list last year? Oh, yeah, Javier Baez stinks after year one. Uh, what I knew that was going to be bad from day one. You can go back a year from today. I could tell you that was bad. Uh, but what do you think for Correa? You, I mean, yeah, yeah, you just said Seattle. Yeah, no, I would love uh, love Seattle for Correa. Um, I guess I, I feel like I knew right away that he was not going to uh, last in you know Minnesota for too long. It's it's a franchise I wouldn't want to be a part of. That's for sure. Uh, but I would love the Mariners. I did also see the Dodgers, which I just do not think. Uh, I don't think would happen given all you know the 2017 scandal uh, or anything. But it's uh, <laughs> I got you laughing on the Twins thing, huh? Yeah, no, hold on. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, it's either way. I did see the Dodgers. I saw a few people say the Dodgers, and like I said, just don't think that's gonna happen uh, with the 2017 scandal and everything. Uh, especially, yeah. I think Dodgers fans booed them when they came back. So. Um, no doubt about that. I've seen the Phillies. I don't think uh, – I think that he's more of a backup for us. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw people saying the Mets were in the market for a shortstop, and I don't understand that at all. No. What they the have, hell? It's not like they're moving Baez to second. Uh, and they – because they have – uh, Lindor. They have Jeff – oh, I mean, yeah, Lindor. Because they have Jeff McNeil, the uh, hit king this year. So uh, – and they also have, you know – don't they have a good guy coming up that plays third base? It's like, I don't understand. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I, that makes no sense to me. Uh, well, I mean, Lindor, yeah, I mean, the DRS does not favor him. He was a negative three DRS, but the OAA, he's a 13. That That's one of the, he's a top five defensive shortstop. And OAA is better for a shortstop because that measures range. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I that's ridiculous. The Mets are trying to do that. I would. He's the, you paid him that money to be your shortstop. Don't understand that at all. So, uh, wow. But uh, yeah, let's move on to Trey Turner. He's a Philly. Hundred <laughs> percent. Thank, Thank you. Uh, love that. Too many connections to say no. Uh, early indications saying, uh, you know, right away that he's interested in going to the Phillies. Phillies are interested in him. Uh, one of Bryce Harper's good friends. Uh, one of Schwarber's good friends, uh, and then also Kevin Long, hit, um, hitting coach for the Phillies. That's right. And uh, also has that connection from the Nationals. Uh, and then also maybe even more, uh, Kayla Harper, and um, who's Harper's wife, and then her wife, best friend. Uh, so it don't don't matter. There's too many connections. You got to say Phillies. And uh, you, can, you can move on. One of the bigger free agents. Uh, if he doesn't be a Philly, it's probably a crime. Wow. Well, I have seen, though, he is the only one of the shortstops that's linked to the Angels. I just don't I, – I, that's another Angels move because you have hitters. Rendon is still there. Go sign like a minor free agent or something, spend a little less money, but get another righty pitcher, build the bullpen. Like the Angels just don't know what to do. They're being sold right now. They've had like eight GMs in the last you – know, so it, it's – a little ridiculous for the angels. Uh, so they need to go through that process and Mike Trout, uh, it, it really Mike. do So other people have had downfalls because of steroids and stuff like that, like a, a rod or a bonds or, a, you know, now Tatis. 
Uh, Trout's going to have a downfall because he just made a terrible contract decision. And I, I don't think it, he's ever going to make it up because he's in his 30s now and he's not going. I don't think he's. Yeah, I think it's over for him uh, in terms of winning a championship, which is sad. Uh, OK, Dansby Swanson. Uh, I think he goes. I think he stays with Atlanta. I, I, I just don't see him leaving. Uh, I think Seattle would be the backup uh, if Correa doesn't go there. I don't see him going to the Dodgers. I don't see anybody going to the Dodgers other than Xander Bogarts. I think Xander Bogarts is my guy to go to the Dodgers. Mookie Betts connection. Um, and I don't think they want a long-term commitment to anybody. Uh, I, I don't think they want to go down that road. Uh, I think they know that some of their group's a little bit older and they don't want to like fully commit and, and go that route. So Xander, maybe you can get like a five-year deal instead of like an eight or a nine or 10, which some of these guys want. Um, so I think Bogarts to the Dodgers, and I think Dansby, they can't lose Freeman and Dansby. No. Uh, unless unless Dansby's really chasing the bag, and, you know, the Braves just don't want to pay. But, you know, you find out those allegations later that they were going to pay Freeman, and it was just his agent that was saying, no, he wants to go to whatever, like L.A. or something. Whatever happened in that whole scandal. Uh, I think unless Dansby's chasing some ridiculous money that some – garbage team is going to pay him uh just because they're blinded uh i don't think he goes anywhere besides the braves and i whatever I, he's whatever to me um absolutely stunk in the playoffs but uh that's neither here nor there uh what was the other one you said xander yeah he's, he's kicked around the phillies um yeah i'm seeing that it is a, you know a smoke screen uh just for the uh trey turner deal um but you know i would see him I, I, in Boston, I'm just shocked that they're not going to be able to get him back. Uh, I am dumbfounded that they're going to lose another homegrown talent. You know, the last home, like the last, the largest contracts they've given are to people that are just not homegrown talent. Uh, Chris Sale, David Price, um, people of that nature that just stink uh, nowadays. And it's uh it, and didn't even really do well for them yeah chris sale i guess they did win the world series uh so evens out uh but still not a homegrown talent you've had some homegrown players there that uh definitely deserve it and uh them losing xander bogarts is huge yeah uh, I, I think the the weird thing with them is just like they sign story so they know they can just move him and then they're, they're going to give Devers, I've heard, a 10-year big – he's going to get the, the payday, so he might be that homegrown player. And then they they have zero starting pitching. Evaldi's now a free agent, so they're, they're rumored for every available starting pitcher. So they have other money to spend. Now, I also saw, though uh, – and, and people are predicting that he could stay, so it's not over yet. I've, I've seen MLB.com said he could stay, uh, but – I believe Fenway Sports Group just sold or are trying to sell their ownership in one of their soccer teams, um, which could, if they sell that, free up a lot of money for the Red Sox, and, and they might be much bigger players and a much bigger big market team. I don't know if that impacts right now, but that could be a thing. Uh, but, yeah, it, it would be sad for the Red Sox. But uh, I don't really care if uh, Red Sox fans are sad. Um, doesn't really bother me. Uh, so, yeah, Carlos Rodon, this is another big one. Uh, he is opted out of the Giants. He should. 
I think they should bring him back. If they're supposed to be big free agent players, you need to bring him back. He's really good. I think Logan Webb's good, but not amazing. So I think Rodon can be that guy. But St. Louis seems to be a team that uh, is going to push really hard because they don't have an ace. They have a lot of guys, but they don't have an ace. And uh, I think he would fit perfectly with them. I don't see him going with Atlanta. And I think if there were anybody else, it would be the Yankees. I feel like the Yankees could swoop in and be like, we want a killer five. Frankie Montas is our five. We'll kick out Herman, and uh, we're not going to have this problem in the postseason where, uh, you know, we can't match up. So uh, we'll, we'll see. But I think Rodon, I think he actually ends up with St. Louis. Interesting. He's the guy. He's a guy that's been kicked around every single team in the MLB. Uh, it's not like he's, I feel like he's linked to one team specifically, uh, but I've heard him for every single team. And uh, I, for some reason, I have the feeling of a Carlos Rodon, you know, it's just going somewhere, going somewhere. Then all of a sudden uh, the Padres swoop in and just throw out some some ridiculous chat at him. And then all of a sudden he's a San Diego Padre. I could see it happening. Uh, That was one of the bigger things. Padres did not have, uh, you know, the pitching really behind, uh, you Darvish who got beat twice. They uh, thought they would. Thought they would. They didn't. Uh, so they got to go spend some more. They're losing Manaya and uh, Clevenger. Clevenger. So that money's off the books. Um, and they traded Gore. And they already traded Gore. I forgot about that. I did forget about that. Wow. Um, so they lost. The, so that's off the books. I could see them going to get Rodon. I could see him going to like any contender. I don't think uh I don't think this is a time where you could see like uh Rangers or Angels come in and play. Uh, no. he's going to a contender. Uh yeah. cuz they all see that he's I think he's got to be the best starting pitcher on the market, right? Uh yeah, cuz after him it's like Nathan Avaldi, Chris Bassett, Jamison Tyone, Ty, uh Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker, yep. Obviously, Verlander's out there, but you're dealing with Verlander being old. And obviously, he just won Cy Young tonight. Uh, right. But I'd still take, you know, a younger Carlos Rodon, I guess, right now. Yeah, Cindergaard, Heaney, Ross Stripling, Michael Walker had a good year. My bad. Uh, Rom's on the market, but after him, after that. Right. I, we did forget uh, DeGrom and, uh, and Verlander at the top. DeGrom, I think, is the same case as Verlander, like, I've heard Orioles linked to DeGrom as well. If he wants those years, maybe he has to go to Texas or Baltimore or something like that. Exactly. Uh, I think he stays with the Mets. I think it's all a play. Good. He definitely could. Um, I personally don't care wherever he goes because I think that he is uh, going to flame out uh, as he has done every year. I don't think he goes to a team and is going to be you know the greatest pitcher of all time again. So why not put him on the Mets again? And he's just going to do the same shit he does all the time. Pitch is good for a few games, flames out, uh, gets injured, and all of a sudden you're right back at it, but you just threw this time a lot more money. So uh, I can definitely see him going to the ball, uh, Orioles and Rangers. Heard that a lot, and uh, you know the Mets, obviously, but anywhere else would kind of be a shock to me. Yeah, I just think he's trying to play Cohen. He knows Cohen, he'll pay whatever he needs to to, to get his guys. I, I think he's just playing him. He knows he can get him to get that record contract that nobody will beat. Uh, I think he knows it, but uh, we'll see. He, we'll loop these guys together. Uh, Evaldi, Bassett, Tyone. 
you basically have Texas, Toronto, the Angels, the Cardinals, the Mets, the Giants, the Twins, Red Sox. They're all linked for those three guys. You know, Taiwan Walker, all these guys. Uh, so in terms of some of these teams, who do you think, I guess is a better question, which team do you think can lure these guys the most or has the most pull? You think it's a team with, like the Red Sox who are like, we don't even have a number one right now. You can come in and get guaranteed innings and maybe be our ace and like Chris Bassett, Red Sox could pay him even extra money because they don't have a number one. Texas too. You know, I don't know what these guys. Tyone, I think, is a little bit of a lower bracket than those guys. Taiwan Walker, same thing, but I don't know. No. Uh, Yavaldi, I I really see him on the Mets. for a little, I just see him as a guy on the Mets. Ugh. Um, yeah, I see him there. I could see Bassett on the Red Sox. I could see them trying yeah. to play, for sure. Um, Taiwan Walker and... Or uh, Tyone are definitely the uh, the lesser of the group there. Uh, Bassett, I would put at the top of that group for sure. He could go to some contender, uh, try to at least. Um, who knows? Maybe maybe that's the Giants play. The Giants think they go get Bassett. I could see that happening. Um, yeah. Pair him with Logan Webb, uh, and they're gonna yeah. say, uh, maybe we got that duo again. Uh, you're losing Carlos Rodon, you get Bassett at a cheaper price. Uh, Bassett had a good year, no doubt about it. But um, is he a difference maker? I don't know. And I know the Red Sox fans would be saying he's the greatest pitcher of all time. If he, <laughs> uh, I'd say get out of here. He was the ace of the A's in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sean Maniah goes to the Red Sox. I can believe that. I can oh believe that. yeah, Oakland rotation in Boston. That, that's how you do it. <laughs> wow. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, free agent too. He's looped in with all them. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, he's he's the uh, idiot that goes. I'm throwing 94, or whatever, right now, and uh, um, I can somehow throw 99. I can get back up to 99 within the uh, off season, which I don't know how is possible. Are you ready for the freezing cold takes tweet? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're getting that next year. Uh, if he if he doesn't hit ninety nine, freezing cold takes is coming out. Oh yeah, oh for yeah. sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, I will bring up the World Series just for a second. Rob Thompson said he's only going to go through once to the order. That he lets him go through four times. Uh, lets him go through another time. Home run. Uh, neither here nor there. Uh, but. <laughs> Syndergaard, I didn't mind. I didn't mind Syndergaard. Uh, he brought, you know, he brought a good uh, feeling, uh, some sort of chemistry to that bullpen, at least veteran presence. Um, I didn't mind him. I wouldn't mind him back, honestly. All right. Well, all right. Wilson Contreras, big name. There are, are multiple teams listed that all could get catchers: Cubs, Cardinals, Astros, Red Sox. I, I. I really think he's going to the Cardinals. Uh, Yachty retired. It, it just it makes sense, but it's the Cubs' rival. That'd be nice. That is that is the Cubs' rival. I'd like that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Uh, today I saw the prediction of him going to the Astros, which would be a decent pickup for them for sure. <laughs> Yeah, pick up for them. Uh, they got Maldonado already and Vasquez. Well, Maldonado's a uh, free agent. I think Vasquez as well. Yeah. Well, I I would yeah. see them signing both back because 
Maldonado's good defensively. Uh, Vasquez is good offensively. So they were playing them pretty well together. Uh, yeah, if you get Contreras, though, he's a top five catcher at worst. Top three, I think. Yeah, and they also have to do something with the fact that Yuli Gurriel is going to be out for the season. He's a free agent. Yeah, he's a free agent, so they have to. They it's not like they can. I would if he wasn't injured, they would have signed him back immediately. Yeah, um, and Mancini. Mancini's a free agent. Yeah, are they going to bring back Mancini? He stunk. Yeah, like I don't think so. No, uh, that's why they tar- we're going to have Rizzo as their top target, and you guys took him right away. They might. They might go hard for Jose Abreu now. They can take Reese Hoskins all they want. They can. Mm, yeah, Brandon Belt. Jose. I- I would I could see that happening. Jose Abreu over there, huh? Yeah, he wants to win a ring. I think he's either San Diego, Tampa, or, or Houston. Stop it with the Houston. Houston. Oh my goodness! <laughs> You're gonna always call me off that. <laughs> uh, that'd be a good one for the Rays too. They're gonna make some move that no one's gonna see coming. But then again, I'm also hearing they're selling, so I don't understand really what's going on there. I uh, yeah, it's like more of a salary sell. Although Manfred did say uh, in an interview, the Rays are going to get a new stadium and likely and uh, in Tampa, which I live in this area. That it's been since I've lived here in 2007. It's been a process to get them out of that dome, and just now we're really hearing that it might actually happen. It needs to. It's good news. Uh, and then the A's are likely moving to Vegas. Uh, which covers one expansion spot. And in this article I read by Jim Bode on The Athletic, um, he said that baseball might even announce this offseason that they're expanding out to Nashville. They already have a team website, team name, stadium outlook, the Nashville Stars, uh, based off of the Negro League team uh, that played there in the 1950s and 60s. Uh, so I know there's the Dallas Stars uh, in the NHL, and, uh, you know, they're. It's not a rip off of that, absolutely not. So, uh, is there the Nashville, Nashville? Is that the Nashville like, minor league team? No, it, it said it's a Negro League team huh. uh, that was in the 1950s and 60s, and that it's like MusicCityBaseball.com. Nashville and, Sounds. The Nashville Sounds are the minor league team there right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the uh, Tennessee Smokies are, uh, but not in Nashville. Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see with uh, what happens with the expansion. Then I heard Portland and North Carolina, among uh, other cities, maybe Montreal, although I hope that does not happen. I don't want that to happen at all. Um, other cities like that, I don't know what else could be an option, but uh, that's what I've seen floated that could be announced this offseason. But anyway, uh, outfielders, Nemo, Brantley, Benintendi. I think Benintendi stays with the Yankees 100%. I think he gets paid a lot more than people think. He hits over 300. The shifts are going away. He wasn't shifted anyways. I think baseball is going to shift back to athletic people that can cover a lot of ground, that hit to all fields. He is a very valuable player. Uh, As for Nimmo, he's being offered all over the place. Um, Mets. Yeah, I think he stays with the Mets, absolutely. Uh, And then Brantley. This is interesting. but I feel like he's not moving. Yeah, I think all three of these guys are staying. I, I agree with you. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, I don't think Brantley leaves. Uh, he's found a spot there. 
There's no doubt. No doubt. And if there were other options for all these guys, for Brantley and Benintendi specifically, San Diego has an open left field spot with Profar opting out. Will Myers, that $20 is gone. So you talk about them getting Rodon. That's $20 million right there that's cleared up with Myers being gone. Yeah. Uh, and Profar not accepting, that's $19 million they don't have to pay. Uh, but really they're saving 13 because that's what he made last year, I believe, uh, or what he's projected to make this year. Uh, so we'll see. Um, Brandon Jury's a free agent. He can go to a lot of places. I think he stays with San Diego. Had a very underrated year. Another outfielder, though, Michael Conforto. Do, do you think he stays with the Mets? Um, so he was a free agent this year, right? Yeah, he just had shoulder surgery. Yeah, so uh, I I don't know. He could go to the Red Sox, too. I know they were interested uh, before he had that surgery. Yeah, I've heard Marlins, yeah, Cubs. I can see the Marlins. I can see the Marlins for sure. Uh, they'll make a splash that no one's expecting. They signed Starling Marte uh, at that time where I wasn't expecting it. So um, if if the Mets do miss out on Nemo, I could see them getting a Jerickson Profar. Um for sure. I could see that happening. Um, there's no chance they ever move Starling Marte back to center, right? If Nemo leaves, I mean, do you have to? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Big 30s guy in center field. Hey, I mean, I'd take him. But I like Brandon. Yeah. Where, you haven't brought up this name yet. Probably one of the better center fielder free agents out there. Odubel Herrera. Where do you think he goes? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the Yankees need a fourth outfielder. <laughs> He's just got to, you know, trim the hair for sure. Oh, my God, you're right. Well, you have to trim hair if you're on the Yankees? Yeah, Clint Frazier. Oh, excuse me. Uh, his name's now Jackson Frazier did when uh, when when he got called up. Huh. I didn't, yep. I didn't know you had to trim hair. Yep. But it's a certain length of the hair, and then you could have long hair, but, like, not dramatically – yeah. And then it's just mustache, but no beard. Short hair will do what plays, though. He was an all. Yeah. He was an all star with short hair. Look at Harrison Bader. He had five homers in the playoffs with short hair. Are you keeping him? Is he on contract already? Yeah, he's on contract. Yeah, which I, I love. Yeah, that's a good guy. Uh, great defender, but uh, um, JD Martinez is a free agent. We go to go to the NL. You think? I think San Diego would be great I if they don't San sign Murray. Well. I was thinking San Diego as well. <laughs> um, he can no longer play the field, uh, so he's straight mm-hmm. DH. Uh, I was thinking San Diego. Anywhere else? I was thinking St. Louis because they don't have a DH now that Albert's gone. They need bats. Yeah, they do. They do. That'd be interesting. Um could always be a Miami little <laughs> – listen, I mean, hey, he's won his championships. Already does. Already does. Don't get the money, retire. Yeah. Go hit a few home runs. Right. He'll fit in down there. And then you got uh, – uh, I think Cleveland could be a sneaky. Somewhere over there. Somewhere over there for sure. Um, I, does he go to a contender? He's a guy that where I can see to see going. You know, it's old enough now. I'm just going to go get that money uh, wherever someone's going to pay me. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, out-of-the-box teams that would go do something like that. What about, like, the Brewers? 
I like that. McCutcheon's a free agent. Yeah. Something I like that. Something like that, the broker will go and get him. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, possibly. That'd be interesting. Yeah. No, that that I like that for JD. What about Josh Bell? Uh, Padres missed out on Rizzo. They're a Jose Abreu candidate, a Brandon Belt candidate. Uh, Bell really struggled with them, though. He's also rumored for Tampa Bay, Detroit, Texas. Um, so, Josh Bell, what do you think, Swint Shitter? Oh, dude, terrified me in the playoffs, first of all. I knew that he could change the game. True. One swing of the bat, and he just takes hacks. Um, I would love for him to I, – I could see him staying on the Padres for sure. Um, I could see him going – I could see him going AL – um, and I could see him flourishing on a team like the Mariners. Um, who do they have? Uh, they need a first baseman, right? Yeah. Because you could always shift Ty France to second. Yeah. And then, do they have a DH? I mean, the. Carlos Santana DH'd, I think. Uh, but he's a free agent, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's old. They could easily get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like he added much. Um, yeah. <laughs> I could, so I could definitely see him over there as well. And then you're, you know, you're at a place where it's a lot less pressure. He succeeded obviously with the Nationals, zero pressure on him, uh, and was rocking. Uh, then you know he goes to a place, San Diego, still a very minor franchise in terms of fan base, but uh, a little bit more pressure with uh, you know contention problems there. Um, we, uh, what do you think about Tatis coming back? Well, he's not their short. He's not their shortstop. So uh, I actually am going to correct myself. Their left field opening is for Tatis. <laughs> yeah, he's horrible in the outfield. He's terrible. It's it's interesting. By the way, they did re-sign Nick Martinez. I forgot to mention that. I did see that. And, and Robert Suarez. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, thank you, Robert Suarez, for blowing the uh, blowing that game against Harper. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, there you go. Infamy. Uh, but yeah, no, Nick Martinez is a good play, a uh, good guy. Um, I feel like I had someone on the Padres roster that was like a pitcher for me uh, that was doing well. Was it Mackenzie Gore? I don't even know. Might have been Mackenzie Gore, and then he got traded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Could have been. He had that little streak there, I think, and when you picked him up in the summer. Yeah. You were there uh, my entire you were there my entire fantasy summer and then just I know. Else, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you won't have me as a uh, as a as a uh, informant. No, I'll be as an enemy. Yeah. No talk no I won't talk sh- anything with you. <laughs> Everything's top secret. We talk trade. Oh well that, yeah, absolutely. We'll be in the middle of calling a game and then all of a sudden I'm trading with you. <laughs> <laughs> Minute innings, we'll have to coordinate the minute innings at the same time. <laughs> what about Gene Segura? Red Sox. Oh! He's got the Red Sox. A lot of people that need a second baseman, honestly. Uh, Red Sox, White Sox. Uh, I'm gonna, I would miss him on the Phillies. I wouldn't mind him back, uh, but I'd rather a Trey Turner signing and then, you know, you put – only way I would want him back is if you got rid of Reese Hoskins, Reese Hoskins, and then you had Bohm at first, Stott at third, Trey at se- uh, short, Gene at second. Only way yeah. I would back. So uh, I agree. Um, he will be cheap because uh, you know didn't even get the qualifying offer, and then his market value is like four million. So he's going to be a cheap, nice option. Can hit base hits. Will benefit from the shift. He's an all fields hitter um, who never changes approach. 
it's funny what during the uh i saw a thing the other day during the uh the juice ball era when everyone changed their swings to hit more home runs because everyone knew the balls were juiced gene segura was the only one uh who did not change his swing whatsoever uh and he had less home runs that year uh, which is kind of funny uh that he, he just has never adjusted at all um but hey, listen, he's, it's benefited him. Uh, and then other than that, Justin Turner, uh, option to climb by the Dodgers. He's old. I think he, he just ends up back there, but just for some a lot less money. And, uh, you know, we've heard the Mets is kind of an option. I don't see why they would do that with Beatty and Escobar. Uh, it just doesn't make much sense. Uh, and then Texas is an option. They don't have a third baseman. So maybe he can go there, retire there, Bruce Bochy uh, and the boys. And Corey Seager, the, that could be their left side of the infield again. Uh, and listen, they won the championship in that building, uh, him and him and uh, Turner in the COVID year. Uh, so what do you think about Justin Turner? I can see him, I think, for sure. Um, who's the Giants? Who's the Giants? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, Longoria's gone. gone. I can see him on the Giants as well. Um like, yeah, they have like they have like Listella and and uh, just a lot a lot of yuck guys. Yeah, Wilmer Flores. <laughs> It'll walk off against the Phillies this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Nah, I don't know. I don't really. He's old. <laughs> He's old. Yeah. Some underrated guys though that are on the market. We already mentioned Stripling, who three point three two ERA this year. What? Uh, Andrew Heaney under two ERA. Uh, he's going to get a little money. Michael Walker, great year for the Red Sox. They might try to tr- retain him. Uh, Zach Granke actually already re-upped with the Royals. That was really quick. Forgot to mention that. I believe so. Um, might be wrong, but uh, Sean Manai is a free agent. Kyle Gibson, do you think the Phillies bring him back? Mm, probably not. Yeah, so he'll be he'll be like a depth with somebody. Um, Corey Kluber, free agent. Mike Clevenger, Johnny Cueto had a great year. I don't know what stock you take in that. Wade Miley, Rich Hill, Mike Miner, Zach Davies, Michael Lorenzen, a righty that the Angels have lost uh, in their rotation, Jordan Lyles, Dylan Bundy, uh, Chris Archer, Drew Smiley, and then some bullpen guys, uh, Will Smith, Taylor Rogers, Craig Kimbrell, Corey Knable, Seth Lugo, Trevor May, uh, so some decent guy, Brad Hand, Andrew Chafin. Uh, so some some good bullpen options and uh, starting options. Yeah, no, I mean, every starter that you mentioned is literally the entire waiver wire every single week in fantasy baseball. So uh, yep. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, I did not know Craig Kimbrell was a free agent. Yeah, but he's, he wasn't that good last year, though. I'd still take him on the Phillies, probably. Yeah. He'd fit that vibe. Philly needs another uh, reliever. Philly needs another lefty reliever. Um, hey, well, Taylor Rogers, Will Smith. True. And, you know, I could also see them the backup again. Brad Hand had a decent year uh, until the end. Um, but he was doing decent until then. I could see them bringing him back. Just what about Chafin? I wouldn't mind him either. I know I, I've seen him. I like what he uh, does. Uh, I think the Phillies need to trade for a reliever. There's far too many uh, – I would hit up. I'd just hit up the Rays and Indians, uh, Guardians. Yikes, uh, <laughs> Rays and Guardians, because they are just a farm system of relievers that throw 100 plus with 95 mile per hour sliders. Uh, 
exhibit A of that game that we saw in the wild card. Uh, was it the wild card or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> it was terrible. It was a terrible watch. Everybody. And then, you know, people mentioned, you know, Zach Britton and Araldis Chapman and Chad Green all injured. I, I will say this, and I'm being genuine. Don't, nobody should sign Araldis Chapman. I mean, what he did at the end of the season was just, I've never seen that, just a guy just dipping from his team, uh, especially when he stunk the entire season. He couldn't throw strikes. His velocity dipped. He couldn't throw the slider at all, really. I mean, the fastball was wild. He was hitting people. He was throwing it, and it was hitting the ads behind Jose Trevino. Jose Trevino won a platinum glove, and he was missing the pitches that Araldis Chapman was throwing. So this is he should not be signed. No, he should not. Um, but I would take him on the Phillies. Uh, there's no. no. <laughs> uh, he, I guess, yeah. I mean, he's definitely to always have the attitude with him, uh, for sure. Past his prime, no doubt about it. Him and you could chalk him and Kimberl up with past their prime. Uh, and Britain. And Britain. And Britain. Um, yeah, they can go wherever they want. Yeah. All right. Then uh, you got uh, infielders. Carlos Santana is a free agent. Uh, Miguel Sano, uh, Adam Fra- Miguel Sano is bad, uh, but uh, <laughs> Adam Frazier, Josh Harrison, uh, Donovan Solano, uh, Joey Wendell, Elvis Andrews, Jose Iglesias. Now those two, they both hit like three hundred, like with no power, but they both hit three hundred. Those could be interesting guys. Elvis Andrews won the uh, fantasy championship. Um- he was he was decent during the stretch run ever since he got traded to the uh, White Sox. So, wow. um, yeah. Joey Wendell is a good player as well. Uh, definitely a slept on player there. Uh, don't mind him at all. Um, yeah, everyone else. Josh Harrison. Um, yeah, no, I don't like the rest of that infield group at all. No. Um, outfielders, you got McCutcheon, Mitch Haniger, Profar, Will Myers, Tommy Pham, AJ Pollock, who made a very he declined the qualifying offer of $19 million. Does he actually think he's going to get a multi-year deal after the year that he just had? Pollock? Or, huh? AJ Pollock? Yeah. Wow. He had a bad year. I, he's not getting a multi-year deal I don't. Of, that's more value. No shot. I don't think so. He, he might have made a bad decision. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, Tommy Pham, Joey Gallo, ugh, uh, David Peralta, uh Corey Dickerson, Chad Pinder, he has been freed from Oakland purgatory. Uh, good for him. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., Kevin Kiermeyer. See you later out of Tampa Bay. Uh, he can take his, uh, you know, uh, he, he, he is the most showboat player I've ever seen. That I'll just keep it to that. So that outfield group, not really that strong either. No, no, not at all. Uh, that is extremely weak. Um, I feel like, you know, it is a fairly weak class. I feel like a lot of it has to happen on the, I mean, the shortstops save it. Other than that, it's a fairly weak free agent class. Um, yep. I think everything else that has to be big has to come like what we saw today, a trade. Go get yourself a Teoscar Hernandez. Go get yourself a reliever via trade. Um, other than that, it's pretty weak, uh, you know, besides the big guys. I completely agree, 100%. And then you also have the two Japanese players uh, that are coming over who could be options, uh, Kodai Senga and Masataka Yoshida. 
Uh, Yoshida being rumored for both of our teams, actually. Uh, the Phillies and the Yankees, who both need contact left fielders. Uh, 448 OBP for him in Japan. Uh, pretty good for uh, Mashida, or excuse me, for Yoshida. And then uh, you have Kodai Senga, who he's a guy that I feel like might fall to the Angels or the Orioles or the Red Sox or Texas. He like he fits in with those teams. Right on the money. Right on the money there. Um, I could definitely see him doing that uh, for sure. Probably the Cubs in that area too. Um, yep. I could see them doing that. They have no pitching at all. Uh, I don't think they have anyone coming up. Yeah, and I, I'm really worried for Kyle Hendricks with the shifts going away, a ground ball pitcher losing the shifts. Yep. And he's, yeah. He was, I never thought he was good. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. It's interesting. The Phillies have never really been in on the uh, Japanese players. They never were really uh, – look at me. Look at me. <laughs> You're doing the same position right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> uh, never really been in, and they're only in because this guy named – has Bryce Harper as his favorite player and named his dog after Bryce Harper. So uh, oh, something I would do. Some shit I would do, name my dog after Oh, my time. God. Um, but I, that's the only reason they're in. Uh, realistically, no spot for him currently on the roster. Uh, you'd have to make some sort of move um, within the outfield uh, or infield. You'd, you, it would require a Reese Hoskins move or a Castellanos or Schwarber. Uh, you're not getting rid of Cast- uh, Schwarber, um, and I don't think you're going to give up on Castellanos at his low. So, uh, realistically, no spot for him. But. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, if, if the Yankees lose out on Benintendi, I think they go pretty hard on this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he kind of would replace the idea of Benintendi, contact left fielder, good defense, um, probably the, excuse me, with a lot more power than Benintendi too. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but I could also see the Blue Jays, who the reason they move off of T. Oscar the only lefty on their roster right now is Biggio, and he's not a starter. So they need lefties, uh, and maybe they go after that guy or or a Benintendi or a Brantley or a Nimmo really hard because they need lefties. But I'm telling you, and I'm being legit, I think it's going to be pretty hard to lure guys to Canada at this time Yeah, no, uh, no, to play no, their long term. No doubt about it. Um they, they also need to do something big again because, you know, they're still going to stay contenders. Um, they still need to stay contenders. Angels. What about the Angels um, for this uh, Yoshida guy? Uh, I can see that yeah. exact same swing as Shohei Otani, and that's like – I mean, I just feel like they have the exact same, you know, upper cut, uppercut, you know, big-time pull uh, that side uh, swing. And, you know, they're not going to have Rendon again, right? So you need to, do something to keep. He was in. He like got injured at the end of that season, right? I feel like no. He came back at the end, uh, specifically to serve his uh, suspension, and then he got a few at bats at the end of the year. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought he got injured too. He he did. He was out for like the whole season. Yeah. Not yeah. Really. Um, but either way, I feel like they need to do something else. To, you know, keep Trout, keep Otani engaged. Uh, they're both. I think they're both on the. Possible leaving. That can go either way. Sorry, my bad. No, it's all good. So, uh, 
Yeah, no, we can wrap it up there though. I mean, we, I mean, we covered literally every player that's available, uh, you know, trade rumors. We can't really predict that because we don't really know who's on the move necessarily. Uh, you know, the Yankees could trade Glaber Torres for sure. I think he's on the market. Um, oh, yo, what's up? <laughs> Sabrina on the podcast here. <laughs> Not going to say anything though, of course. No, that was funny. Uh, was just funny. Uh, but yeah, no, that was a good pod. Yeah, no, it was good. And uh, we'll listen, news is going to be, we'll see how it goes. Because uh, we saw a big trade today after the Rule 5 stuff. The winter meetings are the first week of December. Uh, you know, you and I are going to see each other in mid-December. So maybe some stuff happens and we do like a live pod and, you know, shit out and something actually happens. Uh, right around then, it's good luck charm for one of us. Uh, but it might be one of those off seasons where it's back to normal, and it might be mid January, February for some of these big stars. So you know, I don't know how frequently we're going to do this because if there's no news, it's going to be tough. I mean, you know, I now one thing we are going to do, 100. You know this, Rory. My top 10 lists. I've been waiting since the season. They are complete. They are ready. So that's one thing we're definitely going to roll out uh, throughout the off season and uh, and compare and contrast and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, you can check this pod out on every on your preferred podcast platform. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get that blue check mark, but you can follow us on Twitter at Strictly Sports P and on Facebook and Instagram at Strictly Sports Productions. And uh, for Rory Tedimer, you can follow him on Twitter as well at rtedimer9. It's in the link to the description below. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.